Our sponsor here is Home Title Lock. Uh, we actually heard from Home Title Lock a while ago uh, about our homes. They showed us how easy it was for our home to be stolen. Yeah. Uh, it was not fun. It's not fun to see that. Uh, uh-huh. Once you see this happen and how easy it is mm-hmm. for really anybody to do this, uh, it freaks you out a little bit. And then you go to Home Title Lock. This is why, of course, they're telling you about this, because they want you to know how easy it is, because your financial future is in danger. Basically, they can hack your home's title. They can sign it over to themselves. Um, the cyber thieves can then borrow against your equity, your retirement, your savings. Uh, and then they just file the signature and it's, you know, it's a, it's done. You don't want to have to deal with this. You don't want to have to try to unwind it. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. If you uh, enter your address, you can get uh, protected. You get 30 risk-free days of protection. Plus, you can see if you're already a victim. You should do that now. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is radio to get that 30 risk-free days. Code is radio at hometitlelock.com. Radio show starts in just seconds. Well, I don't know how excited you are about <laughs> the next eight days plus, but I'm thrilled. Uh, we're gonna go through the uh, we're gonna go through the polls. We are whew, eight days away from the presidential election. What is Biden doing? What is Trump doing? What is the what is the mood of America? What do the new polls say? We have all of that and so much more on today's program. Stand by. We begin in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So if you're a fiscally responsible homeowner, there is no reason right now that you should be paying high percentages on your mortgage. You hear me saying day in and day out mortgage rates are at all-time lows, but have you taken the 10 minutes to give American Financing a call and find out if a refi is right for you? If not, do it right now. Do it today. Not only are these low rates not going to last forever, but if you don't, you're probably going to forget. And I'll have to remind you again tomorrow. Make the madness end. There's lots of money at stake for you. Could be hundreds, even as much as $1,000 a month in difference. You can put it back into your own savings. You could consider consolidating your debt as well. With the high interest rates, I, I mean, look at what you're paying on those credit cards. It's usually highway highway robbery when it's at like 5% interest rates that you could get at the bank. This is now where the the banks and the mortgage credit card people, they're getting money like crazy, almost free. And if they're charging you 15, 18, 20%, all of that is profit. Stop. Stop paying them. Right now, consolidate your loans with American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. Save a buttload of money with AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Oh, my God. Well, I... Yesterday, uh, they, they decided that um, 
with little more than eight days to go. This is go time. This is the time where you got to really go. Uh, but uh, uh, Biden has put the lid on his uh, in his campaign. He's uh, he's going back to the basement and uh, he's going to be, I guess, working on. I don't know, remembering what he's running for or who he's running for. He's 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 put a lid on his campaign just a little early. He's preparing for the next debate. Glenn, that's he? all. Uh, he'll there be. is no other no? debate. Uh, but here he is yesterday on the campaign trial uh, trail. This is the most consequent, not because I'm running, mm-hmm. but because who I'm running against. This is the most consequential election mm-hmm. uh, in, a, in a long, long, long time. Right. And the character of the country, in my view, is literally on the ballot. Mm-hmm. What kind of country we're going to be? Mm-hmm. Four more years of George. Uh, George, uh, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where if uh, Trump gets elected, ah, uh, we're no, going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. We are much different. Uh, it will be one that uh, where the president remembers who he's running against, you know, or who's president <laughs> now. It's uh, it'll be nice. Yeah, that doesn't seem to be a problem uh, with Donald Trump. He seems to remember yeah, he, that he ran against Biden, he, he ran does. against Clinton last time. Yeah, Those he are does. Both things and it's, uh, it's uh, something that, you know, it'll be a very different world where the aides don't have to wake the president and say, uh, Mr. Biden, what? Um, I just want to remind you, you're president. That's why you have to get up right now. I'm who? That's that's a different world uh, than uh, than Donald Trump. This is uh, wow. basically a one-person election. It's what? It's a one-person election. There is one person running for president, and that's Donald Trump. Yeah. And the question is whether you vote for Donald Trump or against Donald Trump. It's got nothing to do with Joe Biden. No, it doesn't. The people it's are really not frightening. even considering it. And I would say, again, I think that's even applicable on the right. Like, I think even on the conservative side, generally speaking, there's a lot of passion for Donald Trump. There's not a ton of passion against Joe Biden. There's a lot of passion against the left yeah. generally. There's a lot of passion against Elon Omar and, and AOC and, and, and Nancy Pelosi. But like the passion on Biden, it's just like they people just look at him as this figurehead sort of placeholder for the left. He and is the unnamed candidate. Yeah, he really is. He they, is they've the actually pulled this. I mean, yeah. Look, we're a week away. Yeah. They've pulled this off. Yeah. Well, they, he hasn't won yet. I'm not saying that it's, yeah, he's yeah. won the election. I'm no, saying but they've pulled, this tactic has yes. been pulled off. Yeah. They have actually kept Joe Biden basically out of the election. But look at what it has taken. Look how oh, yeah. much water has been carried. Look at how many people they owe now. Mm. They owe all of these organizations. They owe all of the labor parties. They owe the media. They owe everybody. The thing that we like about Donald Trump is he doesn't care about anybody. You know what I mean? He cares about his relationship with you because you're the only one that supports him. The American people are the only ones. And I've never seen this with a president before. You know, Ronald Reagan, I believe, had that. George Bush, he didn't have that. He cared about the American people, I'm sure. But he also cared about the state, you know, the Mm -hmm. apparatus of the state. Donald Trump doesn't care about any of that. What he cares about is the people. Joe Biden is is beholden to everybody. And especially the left. I mean, did you hear the news that uh, uh, the next labor secretary Maybe Bernie Sanders? No. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Next labor gosh. secretary, Bernie Sanders. Can you even imagine that? We're going to go this the this Wednesday. We have the first 100-day plan from the Biden administration 
uh, if they get in, what they're going to do for the first 100 days, it is worse than you think. We're going to do that on Wednesday night show. You need to watch it with a friend, especially a friend who is undecided. And just watch it because it's all it's it's not, you know, it's not an investigative report. It's not in question. It's what they say they're going to do in the first 100 days. And it's terrifying. America is it does not survive it. So, Mm. uh, you know, I I just I don't know if people really understand what's at uh, what's at stake. Joe Biden is now going back home and he's going to be, you know, in the basement. Trump, meanwhile, has reached 52 percent approval rating in the final uh, stretch. Now, this is according to Rasmussen, but that is uh, up three points uh, if that if that number is real. I don't know if I believe any poll. Yeah, it's never smart to believe any individual poll, right? Like, I think if you look at the general sense of things, you look at the averages Mm -hmm. over time. You know, like people were all excited about this IBD poll that came out last week that showed for a couple of days Trump within three points, I think, nationally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that's bounced back to seven. So do we stop believing it? Right. Right. Like it's you really have to look, I think, generally speaking, as to where these things go. One of the interesting things, if you remember back to 2016, if you look at like the 538, they have they did their little model and everyone beat up on the pollsters for getting for getting this wrong, of course. But one thing, if you look back at 2016, around this time, I mean, a little earlier, but around this time, he had like, you know, Trump had like a 12 percent chance of winning. And the same thing he has now on their average, it's about 12 percent. Now, I, to me, that seems low, uh, frankly, mm-hmm. but what you saw in the last two weeks of the campaign was that number change from 12% to about 30%. Right. You saw a, a legitimate increase in these polling averages. Because you started to see Hillary Clinton fall apart. And you saw movement. You saw yes. that. You had, of course, you had the Comey situation. You but had is all that. There, but, but is there movement? Let me give you this. Survey from the Pew Research Center. Uh, released two weeks before Election Day, found 84% of voters who lean Trump, 66% of voters who lean Biden, prioritized the economy before casting their ballots, totaling 74% of all voters. Greater proportion of blacks and Hispanic voters, 81% and 80, see the economy as very important compared to 73% of white voters. Among men and women, 73%, 74 uh, respectively, uh, agree the economy was very important. Although 82% of the voters who lean Biden see coronavirus as very important before casting their vote, only 24% who lean Trump consider the subject equally important. The number has stayed consistent among Biden-leaning uh, voters, but declined from 39% to 24 among Trump-leading voters since August. Healthcare joins the economy on the topics voters label most important. Wide gap between Trump supporters and Biden supporters on the issue. 82% of voters leaning Democrat uh, see this issue very important. 44% who favor the president agreed. They appear to be in sync on weighing the importance of the Supreme Court. 66% of Biden leading voters and 64% of Trump leading voters label the topic as very important. Um, the Trump has nominated uh, Amy Comey Barrett, and that happens today. They're actually moving that forward. Biden supporters haven't moved the, from their position in August, but 69 percent of Trump supporters say the issue is very, very important to them. Uh, and uh, you told me a number last week that shows that the majority of Americans, what was it, 60, 
60 percent. I don't remember that said that they now agree. Yeah. Cedar. You're talking about uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Yes. Yeah. Seat. Amy Amy Coney Barrett. She deserves the seat. I mean, like she came off as very qualified and the American people reacted to that. They said, you know, they didn't. I don't think they essentially liked the tactic. They were convinced a little bit by the media spin that this Mm -hmm. was crazy and that the Republicans said the opposite a few years ago. But seeing her and being impressed by her did a lot. And she is now, I mean, that's why this is cruising so easily. The American people have changed on it. They've said she should, she does deserve to be seated uh, at the Supreme Court. And it's, and this is what's so unpredictable about everything. If you would have told me six months ago that a few weeks before the campaign, Ruth Bader Ginsburg would pass away, oh, yeah. the oh, yeah. seat would come up, the Republicans would be forcing through a on partisan lines completely a new justice that's going to be seemingly very good and a very conservative justice you would have thought that was the only thing people were talking about nobody saw and here we are it's like it's barely even happening yeah it's incredible i mean i'm telling you i'm telling you 2020 uh 2020 has been so weird vampire space bunnies could invade and we would all surrender and everyone would go, no, that makes sense. I am at the point where I think it's unlikely they won't arrive. I, <laughs> I, do, too. I do, too. At any moment, I yeah. expect it I to mean, happen. I was reading the report today. We're not going to talk about this. Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of time. Uh, they, they just opened up the headquarters now for the Space Force. And they were talking about how they believe that space is going to be the next frontier for weapons and not towards the United States, but we are going to be having wars with someone at great distances and it's going to happen very, very fast. And I'm reading this and I'm thinking to myself, nobody's talking about this. And why are all of a sudden we, we, why are we focused? I mean, I would not be surprised if we hear in the next, you know, year, we get here in the next week, and I wouldn't be surprised. Next five years that there are people coming, you know, there's some sort of alien race that is coming our way, wouldn't be surprised. Just wouldn't be surprised. It seemingly is ha- like we've been having these UFO news releases. I know. I swear they just waited to 2020 because they were like, oh, that year is going to be so screwed up. Then <laughs> <Yeah>. we'll <laughs> release it Just all wait, then. just wait. When Donald <laughs> Trump is running for re-election, <laughs> boom, we tell everybody. Uh, in Michigan, the Trafalgar Group, um, this is a group, uh, uh, a polling group that is generally favorable to Donald Trump, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, they, they have an approach basically that, that they believe they're identifying actual trump voters that are not telling the other other pollsters okay. they are trump voters were they right last time um they've actually have a pretty good record on the state level okay um you know as far as results go i will say that most of the polling experts don't like their methods now that does not mean mean they're wrong it could be it could be totally that they're wrong right yeah. um but they this isn't one of those things where a lot of times you have these situations where pollsters don't like a, a particular pollsters methods and they go back and forth and argue about it no we're actually doing it the right way trafalgar is kind of coming out and saying look we're actually admitting to you we're doing it a different way we think you guys are doing it wrong. We're doing it this way, and that's why we're getting different results. Well, I'm going to put my hopes in this bucket. Um, okay. In Michigan, the Trafalgar Group, um, one of the most accurate swing state pollsters in 2016, according mm-hmm. to this article, and 2018, shows Trump leading former Vice President Joe Biden by two points in Michigan, 49-47. Third-party Libertarian nominee Joe Jurgensen has 2%. Earlier this month, the same pollster had uh, Trump up by a single point, 46 to, uh, 47 to 46. Trump is also up with Trafalgar in Florida, 49-47 over Biden. Jorgensen again at 2%. Um, 
Earlier this month, the same poll had Trump's similar two-point lead in, uh, in Florida. In Arizona, Trump sits at 50% compared to 47% for Biden. Jorgensen, again, 2%. Uh, earlier, Trafalgar, Trafalgar had him up by 4 uh, so Trump's lead has uh, shrank by um, a point. He's at the magic 50 percent mark in Michigan. The average shows Biden winning by seven point eight. Now, this is this is uh, from real clear politics. The average shows Biden in Michigan winning by seven point eight. Again, Trafalgar has him has him losing to Donald Trump by two points. But two points, I tell you, is not is not going to help. You know, two points is if he wins a state by two points, that will mean that there's going to be enough votes and enough counties that can miscount, find new uh, voters, find, oh, wait, hold it. We just found all these ballots under my car seat. Uh, they will be able to take it. You have to, we, we have to be three to five points, closer to five, I believe. Stu? I think you should really focus on getting one more vote than the Democrats in 270 electoral votes uh, <laughs> in those states because it's 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 going to be tough to win. I think in a blowout fashion here. I, look, you never know, right? You never know. Well, I, I, mean, I can't in a year like 2020. Who the hell knows? I mean, there could be a massive. There is a possibility of of some massive coronavirus associated thing with the voting. That works in Donald Trump's favor, right? Like well, maybe me, so many people voted early and so many get thrown out that it actually winds up benefiting Donald Trump. It's l- not impossible. Let me let me share one more poll when we come back, and that's the Swing Voter Project. Have you seen this? It's a six-month poll that uh, that was just released, and I want to give you that in about 60 seconds. Back of the show in 60. First, let me just tell you uh, real quick. About our sponsor, it's LifeLock. October is National Security Awareness Month, and the slogan is, if you connect it, protect it. The general idea is it's time that we all learn if you are connected in any, with anything at any time, you would be shocked to know the different kinds of schemes that are available to try to steal your identity. And most cyber crimes aren't dumb. They, they, know, they know the cyber criminals know exactly what to do. Uh, without too much risk of getting caught. It's important how to understand how cybercrime and identity theft is affecting you every single day. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can see the threats that you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BACK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to LifeLock.com and use the promo code BACK for 25% off. That's LifeLock.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So some some other uh, news. Uh, Obama-Trump voters are very important. These are the people who voted for Donald Trump, but the, the uh, election before voted for Barack Obama. Are they still in the game? Are they still voting for Donald Trump? Uh, according to the Swing Voter Project, the answer is yes. Uh, criticism of the president's uh, pandemic response has become a centerpiece of the Biden campaign. However, most of the swing voters don't blame the president for negative impacts of the coronavirus. 
People are smarter than this. They believe this is an unprecedented situation. President Trump is doing the best he can, and he's following the advice of experts. It's notable that despite nearly half of the Obama-Trump voters being less confident now or still not confident now, many of them are planning to vote for President Trump anyway. They generally believe he's working hard to solve the problems of the coronavirus situation. The good news for Trump, in stark contrast to swing state polling, Uh, showing Biden ahead is that swing voters credit the president for the strong economy pre-pandemic. And even with the impact of the pandemic on their lives, most say they're better off now than they were four years ago. He is like no other politician. They say that they, they have experienced in their lifetime and they believe he's working hard and standing up for the country. This is a project that took a year and a half to complete And the theme has come up repeatedly among the swing voters in April. The swing voters reflected on how the two parties have changed in the Trump era. They thought the Democratic Party had gotten much, much worse. In May, swing voters indicated they believe the Democratic Party has changed for the worse in the Trump era. In August, the uh, swing voters told us why they believe the Republican Party is, uh, is better reflecting their values. That's huge. That's huge, if if accurate. Yeah, there's good. There's ways to look at that in a positive light and negative light. Because I mean, you could look at this. The six they got sixty eight percent of this group, right? Mm-hmm. Which is it sounds like a great number, except when you compare it to what percentage they got of this group in two thousand sixteen, which is one hundred, which was one hundred percent. So they're down from one hundred to sixty eight percent. If that's accurate, he's going to have a tough time because, as we've talked about before, with just demographic changes, if everything stays the same from twenty sixteen, Biden wins. Uh, because of demographic uh, groups that are growing and they weren't necessarily Trump favorable. So, look, I think this is actually a pretty good number for Trump. And if this is true, especially in places like Minnesota and Michigan, these are states where he's not polling all that well. So maybe this is encouraging news. But this also means he's going to have to pick off uh, large chunks of other categories. Well, he is doing very well with Hispanics and mm-hmm. seemingly very well with blacks. It does seem like that le- there is a legitimate increase right. for Trump in this election. And there. the voter enthusiasm is off the charts. I was in a Trump train uh, yesterday. Just You actually family. legitimately now got on the Trump train. This I is, this legitimately is <laughs> got on the Trump train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and we <laughs> ran around the beltway here in, in uh, Dallas and drove and it was the, the crowd was huge. Mm-hmm. And if you compare them to what Biden and Obama did this weekend, it's stark. It's Glenn Beck program. Does that mean anything at all? I, I think it does. More in just a second. Something to consider. Last year, there were three victims in some form of cybercrime every single second. That's an awful lot of Americans every single year. Now, I just, uh, just told you about um, LifeLock. But let me tell you now about Norton, because it's the same company. And Norton 360 is the toolbox that you put all of these things in. It comes with device security, a VPN with bank grade encryption. Probably the most important thing you can do to protect yourself is start going online with a VPN. They also have uh, a a VPN, a safe uh, safe cam feature, which will notify you if cyber criminals are trying to use your computer's webcam and a whole lot more. You put LifeLock inside of this toolbox and you are really covered. No one can provide 
prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is the ally, the toolbox for your cyber safety. Get up to 50% off your first year with an annual subscription at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck for 50% off. We got one week left of the biggest discount we've ever featured for Blaze TV. It's thirty bucks off at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Hello. Welcome to the program. It's Monday. Mr. Pat Gray joins us from the Yay! Yes, from the Pat Gray Radio Roundup with his Cowboy so Orchestra. Good. Welcome. Thank yeah. you. Good yeah. to be here. Pat uh, Gray Unleashed is the podcast. You uh-huh. can hear him on Blaze Radio. He records it every morning before this program. And then uh, you can hear it wherever podcasts are, uh, are, are heard. Which I don't know where mm-hmm. that is. Phone booths, you yeah. know, in some of the sketchiest mm-hmm. parts of town. Hardware stores. I've heard, yes. A lot of hardware stores uh, carry well, the podcast. <laughs> welcome to uh, welcome to the program, Pat. <laughs> Thank you. We're Good just to be here. we're just talking about the polls and uh and 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 if they're if they're accurate or not. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I I hope that everybody is a little freaked out. I hope that mm-hmm. Trump supporters are freaked out because you should be. Uh, you know, the Biden people, the polls are showing the polls are showing Biden, you know, ahead by 47 points and yep. Biden people are freaking out. Now, yeah. part of that is PSD from last time. Yes, I think uh, that's a big part of it. Right. But they are but they are freaking out, which means they're really motivated to go to the polls. I think Trump supporters are very motivated, but we are also a little uh, I think I think Texas could be very surprised. Well, it's. I just saw Paul where he's down by three in Texas, which I don't believe. Um, but I also saw where, okay, 60 million people have voted already. They keep saying 60 million Incredible. people have already voted. Uh, and they claim that it's a 51-26 Democrat to Republican split on that. Uh, 51-26 well, with 60 well, but million but, people? But that's yeah. what they've been telling people to do. What? Go out, go and, out vote and vote early. early. Well, Everybody yeah, else has been like, I'm not voting early. I don't think my vote's going to count. But I, I think I, I would not be stunned that after this election, we realized that was the single biggest lie? strategic mistake of the uh, Trump campaign. Yeah, I kind of feel he, that they, way. He, uh, they encouraged gosh, people it, to would, say, mm-hmm. no, like the mail voting thing is a fraud. Don't do that. Go on election day. And they did it for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And, it, you know, look, I, Democrats are always a little bit more likely that, to do early voting, but not like this. People are like, OK, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go to the polls. And you should. But go to the polls today. Early. If you have I'm early going today, vote. I mean, I'm going we're, today. We're saying go vote early. Mm-hmm. Just vote with the regular way. Don't don't do a paper ballot. That's what the message has been. But the go ballot. vote early. Yeah. Go because vote early. As you point have out, you guys Pat, done that yet? Uh, uh, I'm going to go today. Hopefully. Me too. As we point out, Pat, that there is this, uh, if you have 60 million votes mm-hmm. and it's basically two to one you're talking about. So yeah. so right now, uh, banked votes, and we don't know exactly because we're only talking about uh, party <laughs> registration. But at this point, it's basically, a tw- that would give you a 20 million vote lead yeah. for going Joe Biden in. going in if you kind of summarize this, right? Mm-hmm. Now, look, I don't know for sure if that's real, but... The point well, is, not, f- you expect the re- election day vote to go heavily in favor of Trump. The bigger this gets, though, 
Yeah, the worse it's the worse it is. And God forbid, there's a terrible snowstorm on you know on election mm-hmm. day, which you, could you, happen. You don't shut have these, shut up, shut up, you don't shut have up, shut up, shut up, or, an, or uh, a hurricane, s- s- storm, super storm, Sandy. Right? Yeah, I mean, like these, shut up, shut up, geez. shut up, shut up. And this oh, is man. the reason why people like the early voting thing when you're a candidate, right? Mm-hmm. Is because you get to lock these people in, right? They're, they've already voted. You're, and then you not only are, do you have the vote for sure, so the person does it can't come up with an excuse on election day. You know, because what if there's a COVID flare up or so? You know, there's a lot of reasons you can't get to the polls. Mm-hmm. The other thing they like about it, though, is they don't they no longer have to spend resources to make sure that person goes to vote. So this entire time for Republicans, they need to come back and harass these voters over and over again to go to the polls. Once these people vote on the Democratic side, they're like, OK, zero dollars get to go towards that person. And I know it's not exactly said like that, but they can take large swaths of their expected electorate and stop spending resources on them. So it's a money thing, too. It's a money. It's a resource thing. It's why they like the early vote so much, right? Mm-hmm. And it is, I think, a legitimate point that Republicans have made during this process to say, hey, is it sensible for people to be voting four weeks before a debate? Like, that's not a, a good idea. No. It's not at all There's a good too idea. much to learn. No, right? and there's too much that happens between... Late September and November 3rd when you're supposed to vote. Yeah, it's, it's way too long. I think, you know, if you want to vote early, the, isn't the two-week time period it seems kind sensible. of enough? It seems yeah. sensible. Reasonable? But look, I mean, even within that two-week two time period, look at what we have seen now happen with Joe Biden. Right. I mean, look at that information. Is there mm-hmm. anyone that regrets it or will regret it by the time the election comes? Is there anybody that voted oh, for Joe Biden? I doubt it. I don't think I they don't care. know, man. This is really <laughs> bad. This is really, really bad. They don't the believe that, it. They don't believe it. He's just passing it off as Russian disinformation. You know, which is well, then explain why the maddening. New York Times in 2018 did a story on the very thing that we now have proof of. The New York Times mm-hmm. said it looks like, and if this is true, it's really bad. And now we have the evidence of it. I mean, yeah. it, I know. I mean, it's crazy. It's just. I know, uh, but they anyway. let him off the hook. Savannah I know, Guthrie I know. last night on 60 Minutes just let him say it, it without challenging it at all. She doesn't say, no, Joe, uh, the computer has been verified as his. And so have the emails. So don't tell me this came from a Russian. Here she is. Here she is last night. Do you believe the recent leak of material allegedly from Hunter's computer is part of a Russian disinformation campaign? From what I've read and know, the intelligence community warned the president that Giuliani was being fed disinformation from the Russians. And Not necessarily we also know about this. that Putin is trying very hard to spread disinformation about Joe Biden. We know that. And so mm-hmm. when you put the combination of when Russia, together, Giuliani, the mm-hmm. president together, sure, um, it's just what it is. It's a smear campaign just because what it he is. has nothing he wants to talk about. In what is he running on? <laughs> what? I don't. It's incredible. It's incredible. incredible. Did you notice the way he put it though? Mm-hmm. He's, mm-hmm. Uh, it had nothing to do with her question. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with her question. Yeah, good thing she asked a follow. Oh no, no, she, she didn't. didn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, but l- let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. The does does it matter that the excitement level is so different? The excitement level for, for instance, on Saturday, a hundred and thirty cars pulled up to a Biden drive-in rally. Okay, 
um, it, that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't as bad as the Barack Obama rally where 400 people total showed up for Barack Obama for Barack Obama the and savior. a savior. The, the Democrats. There's like there's nobody mm-hmm. showing up to these things. I was at a uh, I was at a uh, Trump rally, you know, the Trump train. My wife is like she is the conductor of the Trump train. <laughs> really? Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, she is wow. just like she said to me, I think Friday night tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning, we're going to the Trump store. And I'm like, Trump store. What is the Trump store? <laughs> and she's like, there's a Trump store. You don't know there's a Trump store. There's a Trump store. And then blah, blah, blah. And, she says, and I'm like, oh, OK, why are we going to the Trump store? Because we're going to the Trump train on Sunday. We're going. What? When? What are we doing? Sunday afternoon. There's a big Trump rally. We're going to the rally. And I'm like, oh, oh OK, dear. <laughs> I mean, it's but it was it was amazing to see because it was peaceful. It was really upbeat. It was packed. And people said when I started talking to people, um, the the one thing I heard that I that I thought this is who the Trump people are. They said, I have no problem if Trump loses and it's and it's real. I have no problem with that, but I am so well, terrified. Problems with it? Yeah, you they just, have you're, problems. You're not going yeah, 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 yeah. to go to the streets and happy. say it was a fake election. Yeah, and they said if if he would just if it was fair, and that's what the American people said, you accept it. Mm-hmm. They said we would yeah. accept it, and yeah. and they said, uh, uh, and I I asked. So if that happened, and you thought it was fair, would you? tell donald trump to leave if some reason and they all laughed and they're like of course he would leave yeah and i said right but if he didn't if they were right and he didn't Mm -hmm. would you be on this and they said of course we would yeah we want the american system and we want it to be fair but all of them thought that there's no way it was going to be fair and that's and that I get up this morning. I'm listening. I don't know NPR or something. And uh, there, there are these people on who are you know working to secure the ballots, and we're fighting in court to make sure that we can count them nine days later. And they said, you know, the problem is is that uh, Donald Trump is going to steal this election. So both sides are thinking that it's <laughs> going to be a yes, stolen that's election. What's so dangerous. So dangerous because that's the so. one thing that would cause us to be at each other's throats. Did you did you see uh, Biden uh, bragging about the largest fraudulent voter organization no, he's true. ever put together? Yeah, that's not yeah, true. Yes, it is. No, play it's it. not. Play, play it, it, Sarah. Not. Yeah, yes, it is. And Listen. you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. That's his own words. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's his own words. And to be clear, he looked like he looked down and read that. So he meant it. He meant it. Yeah, that was- yeah, he's put together the largest voter fraud organization in yeah. American history. There's and so he's many proud people. of it. Right. There's so many people that are retweeting this with that point of view. They're like, look, he's admitted it. No, that's not what he was talking that's about. That's not what he's saying. He also this fun. weekend thought he was running against George W. Bush, so you can't really yeah. trust oh, that yeah. he is. Uh, he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, Thanks, Pat. You know who you are. 
The moment I start talking about severe and frequent pain, your ears perk up. They always do. You've been listening to me ramble on for years now about relief factor, and it always sounds nice to you, but you haven't tried it. The question is why? Why? Maybe you're, you're like I was. You're just stubborn, and it's not going to work for me. Maybe you've tried a lot of different things to combat your pain, and nothing has worked, so you don't think this one will. How could it? Maybe you're scared it won't work or scared that it will. Today is the day. Why not give Relief Factor a call? Relief Factor, not a drug. Developed by doctors and 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Why would you do that unless it works? Order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. So honestly, what do you have to lose? If it works for you, uh, it will be so well worth it because you'll have your life back. It has worked for me now almost for three years. Kick pain out of your life. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84, 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Uh, we are up against uh, the clock now. If you haven't voted yet, if you have early voting and you can go to a poll and uh, vote, make sure that you uh, vote. Um, it's uh, next Tuesday night that we are all going to find out the future of our country and uh, should prove to be an interesting ride, shouldn't it? You're being optimistic. We're going to know on Tuesday night. Well, we're going to I think we're going to have an idea. I think we'll have a, there's a very good chance. There's a few states that that shouldn't have this drawn out process that will basically tell the story. Yeah. You think of this election. We sh- so hopefully I mean, it's very close. So we're going to have is another story. But if you have a, a larger win on one side or the other, you're probably going to know that night. Uh, there's an interesting story about this uh, Hunter Biden situation going on. Mm-hmm. New York Times has a story about the rollout, essentially, of this information. Which is interesting. Basically, they say they make the claim that Trump campaign operatives, and this is not a criticism, but this is how these things always roll out at the end. Yeah. Trump campaign operatives had a very detailed rollout plan for this information on Hunter Biden that it had to do with planting it in the not planting it, but that's the wrong giving word, it to giving it to the Wall Street Journal so they could go and vet it. Right. And have a, a reputable source go do that. Um, what the accusation in the Times is, and it seems to be coming from the Trump campaign, is that Giuliani and Steve Bannon basically jumped the gun and gave it to the New York Post, which pissed off the journal and created this whole situation. The journal eventually did release something on it, but it was not uh, what the Trump campaign had hoped for. What's interesting here, though, is Ben Smith, who writes the column, talks about how basically journalists are admitting this time they're intentionally avoiding this information they're intentionally not telling their audience about it they are basically making this case that <laughs> the, they want to reestablish themselves as the gatekeepers in a, in a, in a way that they felt they'd lost that, that in 2016 amazing. because all this information got out and they wound up having to talk about you know hillary clinton's emails and that may have been the difference and they're not going to let that happen again this is not how people in that are journalists are supposed to be thinking by the way no i don't know if anyone knows that no no um, so they go through this whole process talking about, and it's, I mean, the, the title, the, the section of the column is called the gatekeepers return and Ben Smith, who, who came from places like Buzzfeed and Politico and was one of the first sort of political bloggers, mm-hmm. you know, so he has a very online reputation. 
you know, talks about how he's even he at the New York Times is uncomfortable with this. Like there is a he he calls it frighteningly disproportionate that Twitter was blocking links uh, to the Hunter Biden story and says that there's a real risk here where returning you know gatekeepers here to make journalists make all these decisions and hide this information from the American people to let them make up their own minds. Now you open up your mind, you open up yourself to risk, right? Where people who are you know campaign operatives or just liars come out to clickbait and try to push false narratives it's definitely a, a problem on the internet as we all know it is it's, it's weird because this is why we have always said the things that we believed even if it cost us even if we knew it was unpopular sure. it was really hard uh to be a conservative and be against donald trump uh last time around it was really hard but we knew you may not like it but in the long run our credibility is all that matters and you you know it doesn't take long to listen to somebody for a long long period of time uh to figure out oh they don't really believe this right uh, i hate that i, I hate more that. than anything i hate that yeah. why am i listening to a show if i can't even trust the host believes what they say they believe yeah i mean whether they're right or wrong is another story but at least they should be saying the thing they think is true right and we wouldn't be saying that we were for him now if we weren't for him you know because it's important to tell you this is this is an opinion show we give you the news, but we also tell you our opinion on it. If we're giving you fake news or avoiding big stories, you know that we can't be trusted. That's what's happening with the mainstream media. Whether you're working from home or working on fitness, it doesn't matter. You want to listen to what you want to listen to and not what your kids are listening to or somebody else is listening to. And right now is the perfect time to get a pair of premium wireless earbuds. Raycon, the way to go. Raycons start at about half the price of... Let's be honest, the Apple. I mean, they just gouge your eyes out. They sound amazing. Raycons every day. E25 earbuds are the best model yet. You get six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, and more bass and more compact design that gives you a comfortable noise-isolating fit. Perfect for conference calls, video chats, or just uh, listening to podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Raycon, co-founded by Ray J. I just got my first pair. They are awesome. Really comfortable. They'll fit in your ears. The sound is perfect. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash back. That's buyraycon.com slash back for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. First, let me tell you about our sponsor. It's uh, Rough Greens. This is something that both Stu and I uh, feed our dogs, uh, and our dogs absolutely love it. Love it. They, um, they do. It's not a it's not a dog food. Uh, it's like a, a supplement to the food. You sprinkle it on top of your normal dog food. It has all the things that your wife yells at you about. Get that probiotics. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, so all those things is in rough greens because dogs need it too. Bottom line, uh, there is there is there's nobody that I know that has a dog that doesn't think that they are one of the family, and you want your dog to be healthy and active. And live a long life. I'm telling you, once you know, get the Jumpstart bag. Know that the dog will eat it. If they eat it, you will see unbelievable changes in your dog. We look at we look at Uno all the time and say, he is so happy. He's just, it's a different dog. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com or call the number on the bottom of the screen.
about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to Monday. We are, we are eight days away from the national election. And let me spend just a few minutes with you here to show you what the future looks like without a Donald Trump. Let me show you what it looks like uh, in the words of all of the people that Joe Biden is supporting, the policies that he is supporting. But I want to start someplace else. There is a movement called the Great Reset. And this, I believe, is one of the biggest reasons why they're trying to destroy Donald Trump. Because they are in on something that is the Chinese communist system globally. That's not hyperbole. And it's, it's not some conspiracy theory. It is being promoted by uh, the World uh, Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum has a lot of politicians in on this, including American politicians, mainly from the left and the Democratic Party. What is the Great Reset? Well, without Donald Trump, it is your future. And it is, again, not a conspiracy theory. It is the full entire magazine on this upcoming Time magazine. Time has done a full issue on the Great Reset, and you need to understand it, and so do your friends, before they vote. Next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, Rec Tech. It rained uh, here yesterday. Temperatures, little slice of Texas. Uh, varied quite a bit over the weekend. It, it almost got cold. I mean, almost. My wife was like, it's cold out here. It was 50 degrees. So anyway, um, the uh, the uh, Rectech was still fired up over the weekend, still fired up because I didn't have to stand in the rain. I didn't have to I didn't have to go out into the cold, quote unquote. You still cook anything you want on it. All you have to do is uh, turn it on with the smart grill technology and the Rectech makes it automatically and it adjusts its own temperature throughout the cooking process. It even compensates for whatever temperature is around it. Uh, and it, I mean, I don't have to go out there. It was, gosh, in like a couple of hours, it went from 80 to 60. You don't have to go out. It will adjust itself. You can just sit in the recliner and watch the rain out the window because you can control the whole thing from inside. Check it out now. It's Rectech at R-E-C-T-E-Q. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Rectech dot com. Justin Haskins, uh, he's the editorial director for the Heartland Institute. He's also the co-author of a uh, of a new book we're working on right now uh, called The Great Reset. Uh, he's editor-in-chief of StoppingSocialism.com. Been a fan of the program for a long time, and I've been a fan of his for a long time. Uh, it's funny because, Justin, you called me, what was it, uh, two months ago and said, we've got to do a book on uh, The Great Reset. And then I was just about to call you and say, we've got to do a book on The Great Reset. Because it is terrifying. It's out in the open. 
shockingly going to be the full issue of Time magazine. They don't seem to be afraid of it, and it is barreling towards us. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And just think about how astounding it is that Time magazine, just uh, less than two weeks before the election, would devote an entire issue to this one topic. That shows you just how important it is to people on the left and just how powerful this movement is going to be if Joe Biden wins. OK, so here's the thing I want you to know. If you go to the blaze dot com uh, or you go to Glenbeck dot com, we have an article on it right now that you can spread with your friends. So remember, listen in the next few minutes. And when you want to share with your friends what's going on, uh, make sure you grab the article at Glenbeck dot com or the blaze dot com on the great reset. So where do we begin? I mean, I feel like we should start with this is not a conspiracy theory. This is the world leaders are all involved in this. Yes, that, that's right. I mean, the, the Great Reset is an extremely well-documented idea. The Great Reset isn't something that you or I came up with. This is the language that they've used. They've branded it as part of a marketing campaign calling the Great Reset. And the, the whole concept of the Great Reset is they're going to push the reset button on the global economy. That's what they want to do. And so I, I don't think I, I think it is important for people to understand that this isn't some right wing conspiracy. This is what they want. Uh, the head of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, the Scary biggest advocate guy. of the Great Reset I know in the world, uh, says that every country from the United States to China must participate in this Great Reset. And every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed. In short, we need a great reset of capitalism. And this, and he talks about revamping all aspects of our societies and economies from education to social contracts and working conditions. This is coming straight from his mouth. This is a incredibly radical and dangerous idea and corporations from all over the world international the international monetary fund the united nations prince charles all sorts of americans are all lining up behind it and this is this is not again this is straight from their mouths this is what they want they want to blow up the world economy and start all over again well and the, that's what the great reset's all the, about the, the crazy thing is is that we have blown up the economy and, you know, I, I'm not saying that uh, I'm, I'm saying that Corona was a, a very useful uh, emergency, but it is why everything is being shut down. It is why everyone keeps saying, keep the economy closed. We can't go to school. We can't. They need the economy of the West to collapse to be able to do this. It will only be in a collapse that they, a full collapse that they will be able to convince the American people to go along with this. And it's a new sort of capitalism. And you'll read about this in Time magazine, a new sort of capitalism that is, uh, wow, strangely sounds like Chinese communism. Uh, it is a a capitalism where, sure, you're allowed to own your own business, but you have to change the way you look at things. The government, you'll be partners with the government and the government will tell you what is really needed and they'll tell you exactly how to run everything. And you're going to pay a lot more in taxes, but that's because we're more community minded. It's terrifying. 
Yeah, that, that's that's exactly right. It's the state managing private property ownership. But really, is it private property ownership if the state is the one forcing you to behave in certain ways, telling you who you have to have on your board of directors, uh, heavily incentivizing people with gigantic infusions of government printed cash, or in punishing people with taxes, uh, businesses that they don't like? I mean, th- it's, it's the state managing the economy. Um, under the guise of private property ownership and, you know, let's just do what's in the best interest of the collective. Um, And they call it stakeholder capitalism. Stakeholder is just another way of saying the collective. It's collectivist capitalism, essentially, which I think is an oxymoron. It is. Um, And and, and really, it's not capitalism at all. What it is, is it's a form of socialism or some kind of fascism or we've seen this. Let's call it what it is. Wait, wait, wait. Let's call it what it is. It is. It has been practiced before. It is currently being practiced in China, and it was practiced the last time in uh, Nazi Germany. You were allowed to own your own properties, but the state told you exactly what you had to do with it, and they would. They had the power to take away or to punish anyone who didn't fall in line with what the state said was best for the collective period that's what it is it is communism in china today where they call it this quasi-capitalism or it's the fascism of the nazis that's what it is period yep that's right and just going back to what i said before when i was quoting klaus schwab and he says every country must participate must participate and every industry must be transformed i mean that's it doesn't get any clearer than that what they're after is putting the elite's in, in not just in America, but all over the world, completely transforming society so that elites are controlling the entire economy because, you know, we're a bunch of stupid sheep and they're much smarter than we are. That's that's how they look at the world. And, and now they they're seeing COVID-19 as an as a convenient justification for starting this process. And they use climate change as the long term mm-hmm. justification for keeping it going when the pandemic eventually ends. And again, this isn't a theory. This is them talking about these things. They're the ones calling this a justification. Prince Charles called COVID-19 a golden opportunity to enact this great reset. So do all of the people involved. Listen to this quote. This is from Time magazine. In September, um, my belief was a more virtuous capitalist system is possible. And it was reaffirmed by an initiative of the Forum's uh, International Business Council led by Brian Monahan of the Bank of America. They released the stakeholder capitalism metrics. So the metrics are what is the gender pay gap in company X? How many people of diverse backgrounds were hired and promoted? What progress has the company made towards reducing its greenhouse gas emissions? How much did the company pay in taxes globally per jurisdiction? And what did the company do to hire and train new employees? They, they will have a federal office. I'm sorry, a global office, if they get their way, um, that will will go and look at all of these metrics for every single business in the world. I don't know about you, yep, but uh, it doesn't sound fun. <laughs> no, no, that's exactly right. And a lot of this stuff was spelled out. Um, the, the principles were spelled out in Agenda 21, the United Nations Agenda 2030, uh, the Sustainable Development Goals and all of these things. What this is, is it's, in a, it's an attempt to take those Sustainable Development Goals 
that came from Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030 and, and impose those on corporations and businesses and how they behave so that it's not just what government is doing in government programs. It's how government can force businesses and corporations to do those same things, to enact those sustainable development goals. So it's forcing businesses to, to become leftist institutions, engage in social justice causes, uh, and you're going to use the power of the government through regulations, through taxes, through incentives, and all these other things to force these companies to engage in this behavior. That's the plan. And it's, it's incredibly well documented. Uh, and it is being sold now by Time Magazine. The entire uh, e- edition of Time Magazine. Is it this week or next week? Do you know? Uh, I, it already came out. It already came out. Yep. So it is out now. And I suggest that you get it and read it. Um, it is The Great Reset calls for the introduction of far-left progressive and socialist policies such as government-run health care, imagine that, basic income, and the Green New Deal. If adopted, The Great Reset won't be subtle. A radical and dramatic departure from the existing capitalist system and one that would demand changes to America and the world's social contract. In an article published on the World Economic Forum's website, Schwab said, quote, the world must act jointly and swiftly to revamp all aspects of our societies and economies from education to social contract to working conditions. Every country from the United States to China must participate and every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed. In short, we need a great reset of capitalism. End quote. This is something you must understand before Election Day. If the Democrats get in, the Great Reset will be part of the American society. It will become what we are, a, a stakeholder capitalist society. That's how they're selling Either fascism, just exactly the way the Nazis had it, or Chinese communism. If you believe that that is the way America should go, then you should vote for the Democrats. If you believe it shouldn't, you might understand why they're fighting so hard to make sure that Donald Trump is destroyed. This is something that you must understand, and the article is available now at glenbeck.com, also theblaze.com. Don't miss it. It is, it's the full edition of this week's Time magazine. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it. Talk again. Um, by the way, we are working on a, a book that, depending on how this election goes, uh, is when it will come out. If it goes to Biden, it's going to come out very soon. We're going to rush it to print uh, because you need to understand it. If not, they are delaying what they what they had scheduled in January. They are now saying they may delay until the summer. Uh, but I think that changes with this election, and uh, you'll need to know everything about it. All right, Car Shield. The warranty went out on your car yesterday. You knew you were in trouble, and now there you sit. The only thing that works is the radio. And now a long-distance dedication. I'm taunting you with a number one hit from 1984, asking, who's going to drive you home tonight?
Anyway, um, if it doesn't sound like a good way to have your day end up, maybe you should consider getting Car Shield. Car Shield provides great coverage for that car of yours. It's heading down the road uh, and the end of warranty. Believe me, the day is going to come where you're going to want it or really appreciate it like I have. CarShield lets you choose your own mechanic, provide you with a rental car while yours is being repaired, and will deal with the mechanic directly so you don't have to. They pay, and you don't have to wait for the check. I used to dread car repairs. Not anymore. With CarShield, I have peace of mind. Get coverage today and see why CarShield cars go further. 800-665-2157. 800-665-2157. Or go to carshield.com. That's carshield.com. Either your phone call or the website. Make sure you use the promo code BECK and you'll save 10%. A deductible may apply at carshield.com. Promo code BECK. 10 seconds. Station ID. By the way, a programming note on a couple of things. First of all, thank you if you watched uh, America Goes Back to Work. Um, that was a special I did on Saturday, and it's available still, still, still sitting on the uh, Facebook page, our Facebook page, um, the Glenn Beck Facebook page. You can watch it still. It is really exciting, and it tells you a big announcement that we made um, that we are starting classes, virtual classes, before the end of the year, and we ask you to sign up for those classes now at uh, uh, m1nextchapter.com or mercury1.org. Sign up to become one of the families. My family is going to go with it uh, with me. I teach part of the class, but I have watched the difference it makes in, in kids and adults, and uh, I know so many people that are going to sign up that are in my neighborhood and friends of mine because of just what I've said about it. It's game changing. And you can either attend in person or you can go online. Online is, is going to be absolutely free, but we are teaching from original sources. It's a three night class online and you don't want to miss it. And we're going to be teaching these now throughout the years. Uh, and we'll be able to have guest speakers, et cetera, et cetera. And it's, think of it as PragerU long form. Uh, and it gives you the access to the original sources. And we are correcting American history. And we will do it as long as we possibly can. And I also want to thank everybody who donated. We had our biggest fundraiser ever, and we were very worried uh, about it uh, because it's a virtual event. We didn't know how many people were watching and everything else. And um, we really appreciate everybody who gave to Mercury One. This is we're we're still just finishing now the um, the American Journey Center, which includes our second vault, one vault with one hundred and fifteen thousand founding documents, is in the side of a mountain here in America uh, in Texas, if you can call it a mountain. Texans do. I don't. Um, uh, but it's in the side of a mountain underground uh, protected. And we just built a uh, tornado category five uh, protected vault uh, for the other probably hundred thousand items uh, that will be used to teach students and you. It's really amazing. Find out more information at mercuryone.org. Thank you very much for supporting. By the way, we have an update 
on a rescue that I think either OUR or the Nazarene Fund did. I'm not sure which one did it, uh, but they're, you know, kind of the in some ways the same operators. Um, but they uh, we've rescued four women who were slaves and they were slaves, professional women. They became slaves because they were duped into going to be bookkeepers, accountants and attorneys uh, in another country that was going to was was just desperately looking for these you know qualified people. And they were going to be able to go for six months and bring a whole lot of money back home because they lived in Venezuela. And these desperate moms who the family had no more money left their husbands and their wives and then became sex slaves. They were drugged as soon as they got on the plane uh, and they showed up in another country. And for over a year now, they have been trapped and wait until you hear the story and how Donald Trump played a huge role in it. Donald Trump has, is really, truly the best president on the ending of the sex trade and uh, sex slavery and also uh, child abductions. He has done more than I think any other president ever has done, and he's directly involved in this, and we'll talk about it later this week. The Glenn Beck Program. But remember, he doesn't care about people or women. Um, Margie in California wrote about giving rough greens to her dog. We started about three weeks ago, Margie writes. The difference is amazing. Her problem was weight and a sore knee, but since she's been on rough greens, she's lost eight pounds in three weeks. Really? I guess I'm trying to wonder. Because Uno started eating, and I bet he gained eight pounds uh, in the first week. She lost eight pounds. She looks great and loves her new diet that I have her on. Thank you so much, Rough Greens, for helping her lose the weight, which is helping put her knee to heal uh, without the need for surgery. That's impressive. Thank you, Rough Greens. Rough Greens will get your dog back into health, and especially if you're trying to give your dog a diet, they sometimes just sniff at it and then walk away. But you put Rough Greens, which has everything in it that they uh, need and everything apparently that they absolutely love, and they eat it. Find out if it's right for your dog. See if your dog will eat it, and then just sit back and watch the changes month after month. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. All right, go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. If you use the promo code Glenn, you get 30 bucks off your annual subscription to Blaze TV, our biggest discount ever. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We are eight days in front of the next election. Uh, tomorrow, on tomorrow's program, we want to hear from immigrants, people who have moved from other countries, uh, and see what America is, uh, See, remind us what it really means from afar, uh, and what you're thinking right now as you're sitting. I just met somebody um, yesterday that is from England, moved here about 10 years ago and he said i came here without a penny to my name and he said i moved here because i didn't have the opportunities in england everything is so regulated and you just can't you can't come from nothing and become something and uh he said i came here and now i 
I own two companies myself. I'm successful. I'm happy. And he said, I just look around at all the people. They don't have any idea what all this government regulation really means in the end. He said, I look at the Biden and the people who are surrounding him, and I know exactly what's coming America's way. And he said, it'll be over. So tomorrow, I want to hear from you. If you're an immigrant or you know an immigrant, make sure you tell them to call in on tomorrow's uh, broadcast. Now, I want to show you a little bit of what the future looks like if next week things don't go uh, towards Donald Trump. Workers at a Florida manufacturing plant have been warned now that a Joe Biden victory would translate into permanent layoffs at their company. Daniels Manufacturing in Orlando makes tools for aircraft industry, employs roughly 170 uh, workers. If Biden's Biden and the Democrats win, we'd be forced to begin permanent layoffs beginning in late 2020 or early 21. Um, if if Trump is reelected, we will be able to operate more or less as we've been operating lately. This is something that every entrepreneur understands. This is something that every businessman understands. When you're looking at a 60 to 65 percent tax, you're just not going to be able to run things. If you are looking at a uh, $15 an hour minimum wage everywhere in the country, by the way, in New York, that's too little in, uh, you know, Billings, Montana. It's probably too much. It should be decided at the state and local level, but it's going to be hit. Uh, and how many jobs will uh, will be lost? New survey uh, shows that $15 minimum wage hike would kill 2 million jobs. And I think that's instantly. Stu, we saw what happened in Seattle. I mean, even the people in Seattle who were very, very socialist were all saying, "We, you can't do that. And when they did, so many restaurants, so many places that hired people at minimum wage closed up, moved out of Seattle, or eventually went out of business. Yeah, and if they managed to stay open, they either had to jack up prices, and then that affects their business in a different way, or they laid people off and went with lighter staff. So, I mean, again, you know, Thomas Sowell, I believe, uh, said, you know, the, the actual minimum wage is always zero. Because they can just not pay you anything. They, they're not forced to pay you any dollars. <laughs> right. You can just be fired. Well, no. Uh, no, that will change. That will change. If Bernie Sanders becomes our labor secretary, <laughs> yeah, no. there's now talk in the Biden camp that Bernie Sanders would be our labor secretary. Oh you will not be able to fire anyone for any reason uh, unless they're conservative then you yeah, will definitely, definitely be able to fire them, them. Uh, joe biden says climate change is the number one issue facing humanity do you believe that i mean i think it's a problem you know if 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 man is causing it maybe we can do something i think it's a problem in the future that could change because the climate is always changing I mean, we were a lot hotter and a lot colder other times. Now, we weren't around to cause the other times. So is it us or is this something we should just prepare for and uh, and look towards and say, geez, if it's really, really hot, maybe we all have to live underground. Maybe we should move from Malibu and move up towards the mountains. But of course, 
Nobody's actually suggesting that because climate change is all about the Green New Deal under Joe Biden. Um, Fauci has just come out and said mandating masks may be the way to go in 2021. If Joe Biden is president, he has already said he would listen to uh, Fauci and the experts. And he's already said that he was considering mandating masks. Can you imagine living in a country where the federal government has told you in your town, your restaurant, your state, that you must wear a mask. You looking forward to that? Nearly 60% of likely voters, including 70% of undecideds, believed that the U.S. should not lock down again. But I warn you, I warn you, if the Democrats win, they must lock down again for the Great Reset. Uh, Virginia's Fairfax County teachers want to lock down the schools until August 2021 and possibly longer. (sighs) When is this madness going to end? Suicides up nearly 100% in young people in Wisconsin's second largest county. 100%. Why? Social isolation. Schools being closed. People are not made for this. Joe Biden vows amnesty for all illegals in the first 100 days, saying, quote, we owe them. We do. Joe Biden vows amnesty for all illegals in first 100 days. Biden is also uh, talking now about a bipartisan commission to help him pack the Supreme Court. Um, Biden, they're saying now in Jerusalem, will harm normalization deals with uh, Israel and all of the progress that has been made. I don't know if anybody is actually watching this progress, but now there are, what, five states on board? I mean, you're close to Saudi Arabia signing on to this unbelievable peace deal brokered by uh, Donald Trump. If Donald Trump is not back in office and the left has their way, they swing back towards the Palestinians. And what kind of chaos is that going to cause? By the way, if you think this is all over, if Biden wins, you think, oh, well, it's just going to be peaceful. Uh, AOC said this weekend she's not going to reveal whether she'll support Nancy Pelosi for a, for a Speaker of the House. I can guarantee you she's not unless there's a deal made. They owe the left. They owe the left. They're terrified of the left. If you think that the left is going to stop moving forward, you're crazy. In fact, the co-founder of BLM said um, uh, Joe Biden's presidential campaign is part of the violent white supremacist system. We're not going to stop if Biden is elected. By the way, this, according to uh, one standard charter bank, the analysts there warn If you have twin deficits in the U.S. getting worse, you have the trade balance, the worst in 15 years, Uh, election is two weeks away, and the outcome will determine the path to the end result of the dollar. Analysts say a victory for Vice President Joe Biden would mean any dollar depreciation is set to be very clear and very pronounced. 
If President Donald Trump is reelected, Robertson said it will be a little uh, it will be a little bit more messy, but in the short term. Already, the dollar is falling. And if you think that those aren't bad enough, remember, you have a smoking gun now. If Joe Biden doesn't go along with the left, do you really think that they're not going to remove him as president? Remember, we have now Hunter Biden's letter, which we're going to get into here in a few minutes. We have the letter, I love all of you including to his dad and all of his siblings. I love all of you, but I don't receive any respect. And that's fine, I guess. Works for you, apparently. I hope you can all do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years. It's really hard, but don't worry. Unlike Pop, I won't make you give me half your salary. There's new revelations today that the press, as we talked about last hour, is ignoring They know they're ignoring. They're admitting that they're ignoring this. They're not investigating any of this. But if you think the radicals are not going to push for this investigation, especially if Bernie Sanders isn't the labor secretary, if Nancy Pelosi doesn't make sure that the Green Deal passes, you can guarantee Joe Biden will be a very short-lived president, and it will all be because of either the corruption or the 25th Amendment, which is weird because Nancy Pelosi just passed legislation to strengthen the 25th Amendment and said it's not about Donald Trump. Hmm. I wonder, I wonder who that could be about. Show me your party and I'll show you your future. It's about what my mom said. You're friends with the wrong people if you're in bed with the left. The first 100 days of the Biden administration is much scarier than what I just showed you. That is on Wednesday night. All of your undecided friends need to be at your house watching Wednesday night. What will it mean if a Biden administration gets in? In their own words... The first 100 days of the Biden administration. Real Estate Agents I Trust is our sponsor. Uh, We've been pretty good um, at surviving this beating after beating after beating for our country over the course of this year. And like millions of other Americans, we're all feeling the effects of it. But if you're one of those people trying to sell a house or buy one or both, it could seem really scary because the worst might yet be right on the horizon. But here's the deal. We're resilient as a nation. We're going to get back up on our feet and we're going to dust ourselves off. It's one of the best things about us as people. Yeah, you know what? I did build this. You did build that. We don't need to be afraid of the real estate process or re- be afraid of our government. But I will tell you this, to navigate the real estate process, you do need help. And that's where Real Estate Agents I Trust comes in. It's a free service to you. It started a few years ago. We pair you with the best agent in your area, the one who has the best practices, who will be able to guide you through the process, even in these troubled times. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's more important than ever, and the name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
Senate yesterday voted to advance the nomination of Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, They're going to vote on her sometime today or this evening. Senate Republicans provided the 51 vote minimum to prevent the uh, filibuster. Uh, They rejected the arguments that it shouldn't be filled until the next president gets in. Final tally was 51-48 Democrats lockstep not the republicans senator lisa Mikowski of alaska and susan collins of maine both voted against advancing the nomination uh susan collins has said that she is not going to vote for barrett uh but Murkowski has said she's going to vote yeah she announced she's going to vote for the actual she was voting essentially against the process of advancing but now that you know amy coney barrett is going to be the nominee she believes she is qualified and will vote for her at least that was what she said yesterday god for you know who knows you know uh, whether this holds the actual vote but uh, that is what she said i'm shocked that the john roberts of the senate mitt romney <laughs> don't uh, don't make this let him vote for amy right, coney barrett then, then you can start making yeah, okay. yelling at him again all right. uh, but yeah no it's true uh he he was pretty early on that though uh romney he was he was there was never any doubt any doubt as far as a statement people doubted because he tends to vote crazy ways but he made made clear pretty early that he was gonna mm-hmm. vote for amy coney barrett that would get them to uh at least I mean, you're not going to need the Pence vote, it looks like. That's the, been the question with Pence, uh, people around him having a testing positive for coronavirus, whether he would actually show up to the Senate to make this vote. He said, been very clear that, yes, he will. Uh, you know, I could throw on like nine N95 masks if he wants, all stacked on top of each other, mm. and then he can come in and make sure that that, that uh, she gets through. Uh, that's kind of what they're hoping. So we'll see uh, tonight. Now, um, a personal note. Um, I would be grateful if you would pray for my family uh, right now. We've uh, we're in some spiritual battles, but uh, also the uh, uh, my daughter goes in for a final test before brain surgery, and this one is really frightening. I mean, they have already drilled holes in her head, but this one uh, to me is frightening. It's called a WADA test, and because she had a stroke at birth. They can't they don't know what centers her speech and movement and everything else come. And uh, and they they don't really want to guess before the next surgery. So they're going in and they're putting her half of her brain to sleep um, early. I think either today I can't go to the hospital, so I'm not sure what uh, I, I know she went in this morning. So it's either later today. I think it's later today. And then she leaves tomorrow morning. Um, but, uh, they're going to put her half of her brain to sleep and she has to be awake for it and they'll ask her to do things and they'll wake up that side of the brain and go over and put the other side of the brain to sleep. Incredible. They can even do anything. Uh, I know it's crazy. It's crazy. And it's a, it's, it, it comes with risk, um, of causing more strokes, uh, during Mm -hmm. the test. So we would just ask that you would keep my daughter Mary in your uh, in your prayers uh, today and tomorrow. All right, um, we're back uh, with an update on a couple of things: the press and this incredible development where they are just suppressing actual news because they want the president that they want. Uh, what does that mean for the future? Also, the news, the latest update on Bider Hunter and the president. 
uh, uh, Biden, sorry, <laughs> Hunter Biden uh, and uh, his uh, his father coming up next. Hey, everybody knows PayPal, but did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little apply coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, lululemon macy's honey has found over two billion dollars in savings that's why they have over a hundred thousand five-star reviews on google chrome store not using honey is literally passing up free money it is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds get money for free by joining honey join honey.com slash back that's join honey.com slash back i've never seen anything like this in my 40 plus years of being in broadcast I've never seen a huge story just lay on the sideline. And that's happening for several reasons. The Washington Post had a piece that called on media to report Hunter Biden leaks as foreign disinformation, quoting, even if it probably isn't. So why then would you want them to report on that in that way? NPR issued an incredible statement when a reader said, can someone explain why NPR is apparently not reported on Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, the story that happened last week or so? The response from the uh, editor of NPR, there are many, many red flags in that New York Post investigation. NPR media correspondent David Folkelfick uh, detailed most of them. Intelligence officials warn that Russia has been working overtime to keep the story of Hunter Biden in the spotlight. Even if Russia can't be positively connected to this information, the story of how Trump associates came into a copy of this computer hard drive has not been verified and seems suspect. And if that story could be verified, the New York Post did no forensic work to convince consumers that the emails and the photos that are the basis for the report have not been altered. There are so many things that we do not want to waste our time on. Stories that are not really stories. We won't waste the listener and reader's times on stories that are just pure distractions. And quite frankly, that's where we've ended up. This was a politically driven event, and we've decided to treat it that that way. By the way, that is the media outlet that your tax dollars go to. They've decided it's a waste of time. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Andy McCarthy coming up on that and uh, much more in just a second. When it comes to home security, the first and foremost thing you have on your mind is your own protection. And not just protection from the burglars, protection from the other guys who are going to lock you into an unnecessary contract or charge you an arm and a leg and come out and put equipment arranged in such a way that's so complicated they can only install and work on it. Those are the people that you first have to be wor- worried and wary about. Simply Safe makes makes it really easy, makes it really affordable 
to have the best home security on the market in your home. Their state-of-the-art equipment, round-the-clock monitoring, makes Simply Safe the first name in the business. For 50 cents a day, you can have peace of mind knowing that your home and family are kept safe. Right now, visit simplysafebeck.com. Get a free security camera plus a 60-day risk-free trial with any new system order. Nothing to lose. Go today, simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. Andy McCarthy is a contributing editor at the National Review, senior fellow at the National Review Institute, and former chief assistant U.S. attorney. Uh, he has written a uh, an article that I think is worth your time, how to put a stop to Twitter's game playing on censorship with the Hunter Biden uh, emails. Welcome to the program, Andy. Glenn, great to be with you. So it is really hard to keep these all of these leaks straight. I mean, they seem to be coming from everywhere. The laptop, the emails uh, from Swizer, the Bevan Cooney emails, and now text messages from Tony uh, Bobolinsky. Any reason to believe that these things are illegitimate? I don't think so, Glenn. I thought that even before we got the uh, the later two strands of information, so when the story was just the post story before we got the uh, the latest stuff from Schweitzer and uh, the Bobolinsky stuff, um, I thought if if you looked at the computer, the evidence. And the first thing a prosecutor or any investigator looks at when they're trying to decide an authenticity question is the stuff itself. Because if it looks fraudulent or if it doesn't look like it is what it's represented to be, then you don't have to go to all the other questions about its provenance. Mm -hmm. And contextually, um, the emails fit with a lot of stuff that, uh, that Peter Schweitzer had already uh, done a lot of uh, investigative scut work on. So contextually it fit, uh, and there's thousands of these photographs. So the the uh, idea, the photographs and videos, the idea that they had been phonied up seemed highly unlikely. And of course, the most important thing was they wouldn't come out and say it was fake. In fact, the first impulse the Biden campaign had when they were asked about whether uh, Vice Pre- President Biden had met with this Burisma official was to check the official calendar. You know, if they thought the stuff was fraudulent, you would figure their first impulse would be, why should we check the calendar? It's all fake, phony, whatever. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I, I thought that was pretty strong. And now we have these two other entirely separate streams of the same information, which are both corroborative uh, and very informative in their own right. So uh, the notion that this is not authentic uh, to me, is just it's frivolous at this point. Okay, so I just want to ask you, as a as a you know U.S. attorney, uh, you were a U.S. attorney at Southern District of uh, New York as a prosecutor. Some of the messages revealed by the Daily Caller have been criticized because they came apparently from a phone that appeared to be connected to a Russian cell service. A, what do you make about that? Um, uh, I haven't seen anybody say that they were falsified. Is it fair? I mean, I feel uncomfortable with things coming from Russia. Should we should these outlets be more clear where they came from? And just because it's connected to a Russian cell phone, does that make a difference to you as a prosecutor? It would put my antenna up. uh, But at the same time, you know, I think you have to bear a few things 
in mind since we've become so irrational about Russia in the last four years. Um, one of them is that the fact that something comes from Russia doesn't mean it's false. You know, a lot of times the Russians dump information on us that is embarrassing and difficult to deal with because it's true. Um, and, you know, for example, the Democratic, the DNC emails in 2016, um, the reason the hacking and the publication of them was an embarrassment for Democrats was because they were authentic. Uh, so, you know, the fact that Russia rears its head in something uh, is a red flag for an investigator, meaning you always have to be on guard that you're you're getting something that could be misinformation or could be phonied up. Uh, but it's at least equally likely that there's true information that is embarrassing and difficult for us to deal with. So you do what you would do in any instance. I mean, I learned when I was a prosecutor that, uh, you know, we took information from terrorists. We took information from hitmen. We took right. information from the most awful people on the planet. You do your homework. You know, they give it to you because, and you take it because they may be the only sources of that kind of information that you get. You know, we don't get upstanding members of the community to give us uh, information about criminal criminal activity. But then you do your homework on it and try to corroborate it. So the the um, laptop itself was given to the FBI, I believe, last December. Rudy Giuliani didn't get a copy of it until a week ago. I think it was a week ago right. last weekend. Um, and um, he then pushed it uh, out. Why, why wouldn't the FBI release this information? Why is it taken so long? I, I assume that some of it may have been that, that they were slow to act on it. I understand that the first FBI office that got offered the information uh, didn't accept it. Why? And, you know, we still haven't got I don't know the answer to that. We haven't gotten good answers from uh, the FBI about the way this has been handled. And that's the kind of thing Congress really has to bring Ray in and ask him some questions about what they did here. But to give them the benefit of the doubt, uh, I, I think it looks like there was a, there is a serious ongoing investigation about this that is centered in the Baltimore field office. I think, Glenn, the story I heard was that the um, that the fellow who had the computer first tried to give it to the FBI in Albuquerque, and then ultimately mm -hmm. it was taken by the FBI in Baltimore by virtue of a subpoena, grand jury subpoena that was issued by the U.S. attorney in Delaware. Okay. And there's no reason to think that they're not doing a serious investigation on it. But, you know, when you if you're investigating, evidently they're looking at money laundering. That's according to the coding that we have uh, from some reporting about how they open the investigation. And, you know, we know from the Manafort investigation that uh, that Mueller did when you're dealing with funding streams that are from outside the country or a lot of the information, mm -hmm. a lot of the records, a lot mm -hmm. of the witnesses are outside the it's country. Tough. That stuff is not easy to run down. Um, it, with the, um, the questioning of, by the Senate of Tony B uh, Bobolinsky, um, do you think we'll see any criminal charges for Biden? 
without direct evidence that he was uh, personally receiving some of the money. I mean, is it enough to go on the email that says, hey, 10 needs to be held for my dad or I'm sorry, for the big guy when you have Bobolinsky saying, uh, you know, he was the big guy. That's Joe Biden. Uh, to me, that's not enough evidence to, to bring a charge, uh, but it's a, enough evidence to build a case. a case on. And I and I think what you would want is to see, is this is this a one off, which might make it very tough to prosecute? Or is it uh, a pattern of behavior that you can that you can prove? And the other thing to bear in mind about this is that the Supreme Court has made these corruption cases very difficult to prosecute since the McDonald decision about three or four years back involving the governor of Virginia. You almost have to have strong bribery type evidence of a of a clear quid pro quo. And part of the reason this is all going to be difficult is for a lot of this stuff, I think that that sort of smoking gun uh, text message or email that we're talking about. My recollection is that Biden wasn't in office at the time. I think that was uh, I think that was 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they may have a obviously it stinks to high heaven and it's it's uh, obvious corruption in a in a common sense kind of way. But in terms of is this a prime a crime that you could prove in court where you can prove a quid pro quo beyond a reasonable doubt under circumstances where you're dealing with all these different uh, entities and people will come in and say, well, you know, Hunter Biden was a really bright guy. That was why we wanted him on our board. You know, you have to you have to you have to make sure you have evidence to overcome all that. Right. OK, so hang on just a second, Andy, because I want to talk to you now about the press and the way the press is handling this, um, because it's becoming dangerous to report on it. Andy McCarthy comes up uh, in 60 seconds. standby. Let me just quickly tell you about uh, Honey. Honey in the online sh- uh, the online shopping world uh, is a tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. All you have to do is download Honey to your computer or your device. Then you just shop for your favorite websites and the things that you're buying. It's that's it. It's that simple. It's free. You'll never have to pay a dime for it. In fact, you can even earn gift card rewards when you shop with Honey. Most importantly, and this is the first question I asked them before they became a sponsor, what do you do with the information? They said, no, 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 no. We make all of our profit on the seller side of things. We don't, we don't sell it. We don't shop it. We don't keep it. It's gone. Honey. They have found 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. What's going to find for you? So don't wait. Go to Honey and join them for free at joinhoney.com slash Beck. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. Start saving on your online shopping right now. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. Ten seconds and back to Andy McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy, as he's known officially, contributing editor of the National Review, senior fellow National Review Institute and former chief assistant U.S. attorney. I wanted to get you on um, to talk to you about the 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 whole smell of this Hunter Biden thing. And and there's another stench that is coming up, and that is 
the fact that this is really kind of becoming dangerous to talk about. Twitter and Facebook shut down the New York Post, social media making it hard for anyone else. And not only on this story, but anything they deem damaging to their chosen candidate. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I'm as astonished as you are, Glenn, by, by how blatant it is. Right. It, it's been obvious for a long time. To conservatives. Yeah, but I, I just think that uh, it's a broad shot at conservatives and the uh, the sort of camouflage of it is Trump. So, you know, for a long time, they've taken the position that Trump is such an unusual president mm-hmm. and he was elected under such unusual circumstances, you know, losing the popular vote by as much as he did, yet uh, eking out a victory in the electoral college. Mm-hmm. But the story is that he's illegitimate. And they have used that as a uh, basically a rationale to treat him differently than any president has ever been treated. And now it's kind of bled over, I think, to treating people in his uh, in his camp or perceived to be in his camp. Mm -hmm. uh, And in particular, any stories that might help him get elected um, are looked at with the same taint of illegitimacy that they have basically tried to bake for uh, four years. And now that we're down to the short strokes, it's really become embarrassingly blatant that they are politically in the tank for this guy. This is not like a media thing. This is an adjunct to a, to a partisan political effort. Um, it's, it's quite amazing because we fight the uh, censors all the time. They have uh, suppressed us recently. I did a story on uh, the ancestors of, of uh, Hunter Biden, I'm sorry, of Joe Biden owning slaves. We had one of the best um, researchers and researcher firm of genealogy in the country do the report. They gave it to us, and it was all clear, all buttoned up. But it still took us days and days while they were suppressing us. They, By the way, we just got a letter last night saying, oh, gee, okay, guess you're right. But they suppressed us uh, and yeah. suppressed that story. Yeah, I, I think it's even um, it's more insidious than that, Glenn. I, I've had the experience now three times in the last several days where I sat down uh, and went through Twitter and tried to retweet a couple of things, something that we had an editorial we had put out at National Review about the Hunter Biden stuff, uh, a report by a terrific reporter named uh, Jerry Dunleavy at the Washington Examiner uh, on some of the same information. And one other story, I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. But as soon as you try to retweet it, they put a little sign up that says, wouldn't you like to read this first? Hmm. Um, Like. You know, I mean, they have no way of knowing whether you have or you haven't, but I bet you they don't do that for, I know they don't do it yeah, for no. every single story. Because I can guarantee I, it. You, you, yeah, so um, I, I just think it's creepy um, how, how, this is, how, how this has happened. Uh, it, not just their tactics, but the fact that they, they don't seem to be ashamed or embarrassed in any way at how obvious it is that they're putting their thumb on the scale for one partisan side. So what do you see, Andy, happening if uh, Joe Biden wins and the Democrats win? I mean, you know, I think even the Republicans uh, have lost their nerve, some of them, not all of them, uh, but some of them lost their nerve going up against these guys. 
uh, and they will, they will, you know, only a few Republicans are actually threatening to do something. The Republicans yeah. that did threaten to do something say we're subpoena. We're bringing a subpoena against these guys. You come to Congress now. The other Republicans wussed out and said, well, we'll wait until after the election. Yeah, I, I'm worried, Glenn, that they will join with uh, that. You'll get elements on the right and elements of the left that will come together and do something that will be bad for the country. I mean, we yeah. have a situation here that obviously needs to be addressed, but I think it can be addressed by amending uh, the the provision that controls all this or is supposed to section 230 in a way that takes ambiguity out and makes it clear that if you're going to engage in content editorializing, you know, any way that you you're going to shape content, if you're going to let stuff go from one side, but not the other side, then you should be treated like a publisher. And that doesn't mean that you're doing anything that's illegal. You're allowed to be a left wing website if that's what you want to be, but that's what you are. And if you want to have the status of an Internet um, media platform that it, in a, uh, an even handed way just transmits information so that you can get uh, immunity from lawsuits, then you can't editorialize by content. And you, it seems to me that would be the easiest way to do it. The, be, the best line I'm in one of, of your it. one of your write ups was immunity is a benefit. Lack of immunity is not a punishment. Yeah, right. Um, and I, I think we need to see it that way. What I'm afraid of is that these guys are going to get together and have a, a government board. Oh, yeah. Oversee. Oh, yeah. Uh, how these uh, these outfits operate. And that's a disaster for everyone. Yeah, that is. Uh, well, what, well, let me ask you, why is that a disaster? Well, because we'd have the that's exactly what we have a First Amendment not to allow, which is the government uh to shape content and, and to shape our political discussions and to s- decide what is and isn't appropriate political discussion. It's terrifying what we're facing. Uh, we'll find out which direction the country chooses uh, in uh, eight days from now. Andy, thank you so much. Uh, we'll check in again with you, my friend. Thanks, Glenn. Glenn Beck program. We're down to one week before the election and everybody's nervous uh, and you should be right now. The U.S. dollar remains extremely vulnerable and the outcome of the election is likely to seal its fate one way or another. We just told you about uh, one of the big uh, bank surveys that just came out. They said if Biden wins, the dollar is going to go through hell. If Donald Trump wins, it'll be messy for a short period of time. But Neither of those are going to be good for you and your dollar. You need to get your financial house in order. You can't wait any longer. You've got to do your own homework. Please get started today by calling Goldline. Goldline. It has uh, one week left on their gold special. They just introduced a new silver special that will be available for a very extremely limited time. Call to find out how to take advantage of these limited time offers. Timing couldn't be better to call Goldline. 1-866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE. The crazier the world gets, the more valuable gold becomes. Goldline.com or call them. They're waiting for your call now at 866 Goldline. 
just over one week until the election. We also have the biggest discount ever on Blaze TV going until then. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We are having our uh, biggest special uh, yet, and it goes through uh, Election Day, um, because uh, depending on what happens, uh, I think we need to be in touch with each other, and you need to have a direct line to us without social media or anybody else in between. So if you join Blaze TV right now, you'll get 30% off. Uh, if you use the promo code Glenn, that's uh, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn, and you'll save 30% now on Blaze TV. It is really important. Um, I've never seen, you know, I say this all the time, and it's becoming a broken record. I've never seen anything like this. But this time, it's the First Amendment. We've already had the First Amendment violated uh, because of coronavirus with the churches. But the, the First Amendment is the First Amendment for a reason. If you don't have freedom of press, if the press is in, in league with the government, you don't have a First Amendment. Well, they're not in league with the government per se, although I would say that some of the cloud services and everything else that the government is doing uh, with some of these big uh, corporations, they are in league with the government. Um, but right now, they're just in league with one party. It really is, to the press, a one-party system. They are not giving the other side a fair shake. Stu watched uh, 60 Minutes last night. Um, and you saw the raw, unedited version. Yeah, to be clear, I had watched the 60 Minutes thing that they aired last night, but I had previously watched the entire 38-minute interview mm-hmm. um, where that Trump posted on his Facebook page after it happened. I love it. And, you know, look, you get it's a totally different media when they're around Donald Trump as opposed to being around Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I mean, it's a completely different approach. It's... You know, it's one of like, absolute, you're a liar. We all know you're the worst person on the world. Defend your, 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 your terrible behavior. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, you know, light skepticism occasionally on a policy. Like, are you really going to pack the Supreme Court? Or are you really going to, you know, single payer health care? Are you going to go that far or just almost all the way there? Yeah, you're fracking. You made a campaign about yeah. anti-fracking. But now you say... You know, but you're telling the truth now, right? Right. It's like that's the there's this like presupposition that in reality, we know you're doing a good thing and we know the conservative media has uh, framed it in an improper way. Explain to me the gap there. If I would have told you that they would dismiss 28,000 emails, 80,000 pictures and emails uh, and really good evidence that the the candidate that was leading in the polls per se uh were uh were going to be ignored that they would ignore all of those the press would they would never go into it even though they had all done stories that uh questioned whether or not these things were going on in 2012 2016 and 2018 
they then get the evidence and they completely ignore it. If I would say that to you and add, oh, and by the way, it looks like massive amounts of uh, money going to the candidate's family and possibly him. And he's in bed with China and China has him by the by the scruff of the neck. No, that's not what I thought you were going to yeah, say. Well, I didn't want to say. Yeah, okay. Anyway, you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it if I said a candidate a week before the election uh, confused the candidate he's running against with a candidate that he ran against 20 years ago. Listen to this uh, from Joe Biden from over the weekend. This is the most consequent, not because I'm running, but because who I'm running against. This is the most consequential election uh, in, a, in a long, long, long time. And the character of the country, in my view, is literally on the ballot. What kind of country we're going to be? Four more years of George, uh, George, uh, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where <laughs> I if mean, uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world. Scary. It's uh, terrifying that no one is reporting on this. But let me get an update because we are reporting on it. Let me get an update from uh, Jason Buttrill on the hunter biden emails and what's important to look at and what we should stay away from uh jason welcome to the program thanks sir so tell me uh what happened this weekend because there's some some new things coming out and i don't even want to i mean i haven't looked into any of the porno stuff uh because it's so nasty uh, but what are we what is happening that is new this weekend What's interesting when you I have question I've been questioning the rollout of a lot of this information. Uh, it only took forever. They didn't do it till you know a couple of weeks ago. Um, when I start questioning that, I see what happened over the weekend, and then you realize why they waited so late because it was basically radio silent over the weekend. There wasn't a whole lot of reporting on this. There's no mainstream media uh, traction on this whatsoever. Um, the little tidbits that we are getting kind of hint, I think, at something, you know, a broader case that they're building. There's two things that, um, and the stories are revolving around it, but there's two things that I think that we should be looking at. One, money laundering. I think that is first and foremost, if you're going to, you know, catch the entire Biden family and possibly even Joe Biden himself in an actual that crime that was committed, I think it would, it would revolve around money laundering. Uh, a story that uh, came out uh, over the weekend was um, text messages. And this is what we're kind of working with, working with text messages um, from uh, former employees, former people that worked for the Bidens, and emails that used to uh, work for the Bidens. Um, and this is outside the laptop. This is, has nothing to do with the laptop whatsoever. Right, right. And a lot of these employees, I th they're basically disgruntled employees that said, look, we're tired of going down for this stuff. And then the Bidens always get off scot-free. Um, one Bob Alinsky uh, text that, uh, that was revealed showed that uh, Hunter Biden was actually looking at setting up, we, there's no other way to call it, a shell company. He, he discussed setting up the shell company specifically designed so that he could evade uh, foreign screw, or um, I'm sorry, uh, uh, foreign service scrutiny. marking. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, it, you and you mentioned this text uh, with with your previous uh, interview with McCarthy. 
I don't really know what to make of that. And that's kind of why I, I, I really wish some of these outlets would say where they're getting this info from information from. Even the mainstream uh, pundits that were even talking about this said, look, it looks like a real text. We're not sure why it comes from Russia. Now, there's tons of reasons why it could. I mean, a lot of these business deals were being done all over the world. So it could have just been, you know, screenshotted while they were in Russia. We don't know at this mo- uh, moment. But for one, the one thing is pretty much consensus is that it's real. It, it, it's it's not fake. Um, another story that came out over the weekend was um, a little bit more clarification on that uh, relationship with the Moscow mayor's wife. Um, and this is another disgruntled employee, John Galanis. He was found in a court filing in January that basically said right up the Bidens were involved through Rosemont Seneca in a money laundering uh, uh, scheme. That, that, that's what it was all about. Um, the, some of the emails talked about how specifically she was giving them money to invest in U.S. companies for that reason, to evade scrutiny. And they had a lot of problems setting up, as you go through the emails, setting up these relationships. Um, U.S. banks didn't want to deal with her because she was uh, dirty. But Rosemont Seneca, Hunter Biden's company, was helping her do that. How many more of these and how many more of these cases span um, when Joe Biden was uh, president? Because we, we've we tracked all these deals going back since at least uh, 2014, probably even before that. So there's a lot more that I think we need to get down to. And I th- another uh, story is um, beyond the money laundering is pay to play. How much was that involved? There was a story that dropped just today from the National Pulse. They have hands-on emails that talk about Hunter Biden was uh, doing uh, was facilitating a relationship between a Russian billionaire and in- inviting his, uh, cl- his clientele into the White House. To, in doing that, he received artwork. He received um, uh, stays at resort villas in Mexico and introductions to other business deals. I mean, it's clear pay to play. Is this the story that came out today that where Hunter is complaining? I have done everything you've asked me to. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's a really damning email it says, you know, we've done this. We've done this. You've been at the White House. Uh, you uh, you asked to set up a meeting at the White House. I did. And we always say that there's a business deal coming. But then once you get what you want, I never hear from you again. And I'm getting yes. sick of this. I'm getting played. That yep. That's a, a revealing uh, email that can't be read any other way. Yeah, it can't be read any other way. And, and if you expect if that was happening when Joe was vice president, what's going to happen once he's president? The, the crazy thing is, I don't think that the people that are voting for Joe Biden right now, it seems like they really do not care. I don't know if it's swaying any public opinion on Joe Biden whatsoever. Maybe in the independents that haven't made up their mind yet. But I think the only thing that's going to eventually, you know, see any kind of resolution on this is if there's some kind of criminal case that's brought forward. We know the FBI has the laptop. We know uh, they have also the text messages and statements from Bob Alinsky. Where does it go from here? Because I, I, I mean, at this point, I, I don't know if anything's going to be done about it. Maybe after the election, but I'm not sure before the election. If if you have, let's just say the porn and everything else is true. If Joe Biden is the president of the United States and they don't do anything about it, um. How compromised is the president? Oh, extremely compromised, especially if they find out. I mean, we, we know there was a there was a Chinese outlet that uh, published over the weekend as well. Some of these uh, s- some of the, the porn stuff and all that even made a you claim. Say, wait, 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 wait. You should say it's an anti-Chinese Communist Party outlet. 
Uh, right. It's not a Chinese operative. It's some. It's a. It's a group of Chinese people uh, that are based in Taiwan uh, who are anti-China uh, government. Right, but their 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 claim is exactly true. Like the Chinese have everything that we have, and what else do they know about what uh, Joe Biden actually knew? Did he have any kind of you know, knowledge of some of this stuff, some of the more salacious stuff that that's being found on that laptop. D- d- did did Joe know about any of that? Now, if they know that uh, Joe secretly, you know, was aware of it, that's blackmail material. Uh, right. Just plain and simple. All right, I want to hold on because I want to come back and I have another question for you on this about something that Trump said uh, over the weekend that he's got people he's going to fire immediately after the election. And I, I want to get your opinion on that, it, whether that will make a difference uh, or not. Uh, and if he loses the election, you know, can they get anything done? We'll do that coming up in just a second. First, let me tell you about my pillow. Nighttime is the most luxurious part of the day. I'm a bit of a, a sheet snob. And when I lie down to cast off my worries for yet another day and saw some logs, I want the absolute height of comfort. I want a Trump kind of sheets. Um, my pillow has the new Giza Dream Sheets. This is Egyptian cotton from Giza, and it is. They are great. These sheets, by the way, made from the world's best cotton, get softer every time you sleep on them, softer every time you wash them. And they're the best, the, the best sheets, especially for the price. But they're some of the best sheets I've ever slept on. And for the price, they're like miracle sheets. How much would you pay now for your miracle sheets? If you're like me, you like really comfortable sleep. Well, check out all the poly- uh, the products at MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. Check out the two-for-one low price on the Giza Dream Sheets plus free shipping. You're going to find deep discounts on my other uh, the other MyPillow products. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. So President Trump plans to fire several top officials in the national security sphere if he wins uh, next week. The president has plans to fire Defense Secretary Mark Esper, CIA Director Gina Haspel and FBI Director Christopher Wray. He may have as many as eight people that he is thinking about, but those are three of them. Uh, I wanted to get the comment from our national security um, advisor and uh, and head researcher and writer, Mr. Jason Buttrill. What do you think of those three? Well, I think that at this point, it's the problem is so systemic. I think you have to go a lot further than that. I, I really do. Yeah, you yeah. can't just cut the top. You got to go deep. And that is where I think you're, that that will be the big problems. That's where you have your Andy McCabe's. You know, it's like that next level mm-hmm. um, type of people, and then they've got a whole fleet of other people. And it's really kind of like the problem of you know that we just had eight years of you know the Obama administration, that worldview. All of them were in lockstep. Um, they've 
I'm sure, infiltrated multiple different levels of the entire national security apparatus. But <clears throat> I think that that could actually be a good first step if you get a strong person that's not afraid of what can only be called the deep state, someone within the CIA that's going to really, you know, get to the bottom of weeding out the people that are not going to do, that are not going to be basically political pundits, but they're going to do their job. Think about that letter from 50 former uh, CIA and intelligence officials that said that this was the laptop and all this stuff was Russian propaganda and disinformation. Yeah. Now they were able to get fifty to comment on something to give an opinion on something they never even seen. Right. See, intelligence analysts don't do that, but they were able to get them. To, how many more are still within the system? I'm sure it's it's, it's going to be expansive. Well, they had to. I, have, think, I bet you a lot of friends reached out that are still in the system. And reached out yeah. to them and said, hey, you got to do something about this. And because we can't. Um, and it's clear they didn't see any of it. None of them had any information. They just said, this is what it would look like if Russia did it. Well, that doesn't mean Russia did it. And it, no. it was accepted uh, by the press as, well, then Russia did it. Um, and, it and go ahead. And despite the fact that, you know, the the National Intelligence Director said that's not what this is. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Ridiculous. Correct. Uh, Haspel said she's thinking about resigning anyway because she doesn't believe in the declassification of any of these documents uh, because she's trying to protect sources. Well, you know, if there's a crime and you're not catching any of the bad guys because you're protecting sources, I, 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 I question maybe some of the sources. I mean, what's happening? We, we, we can't have the sources dictate what we do to clear up crimes and corruption in our own system.